Something Strange is Happening on the Dying Message podcast. We love detective anime, but today we've got something more, something different, something extra. I'm joined by my partner Michael Savitsky and our guests Katie Swerko and Nick Elmer to cover the 2021 mystery crime manga I Tell C, presenting Dying Message Extra. How extra, you ask? If our podcast were a newspaper, there would be a street urchin standing on a street corner holding a copy and shouting extra, extra until their voice went hoarse. So yeah, this will be a loud podcast today. I'm your host of this extraneous endeavor, Noah Max Levine, and I am ecstatic and excited to be here with our resident anime expert, Michael Savitsky. Michael, does being an anime expert also mean you're a manga expert? Well, I was a manga expert before Borders closed because they would send me 15% off of manga every week and I would go spend lots of money there and then not have money for other things. So maybe. Mm, I see. How are you doing in general? <laughs> what a we- I don't know. That's what, it, that's what I wrote on my page. <laughs> what a weird random question. And I... I think Nick is frozen because it sounded like he was laughing, but he kind of just has a I ate dish soap oh, face. Yeah, yeah, I can't see you guys at all. I just see like a spinning wheel right now, but I can hear you all just fine. I do want to know the follow up to that question, though. I do want to I do want to hear the answer to that question. Hmm. Uh, I'm doing fine. I'm glad I asked. <laughs> Worth the wait. <laughs> This is very close to being a regular episode of our podcast, but we're an anime podcast and this is manga. So it's Mm a comic form that you read and there's no anime version of this yet and probably not ever, but you never know. Oh, never, please. Thank you. So we're going to be talking about the first three chapters of I Tell C, which you can read for free in the Shonen Jump or Viz app slash websites. And you can always listen to our podcast without doing that if you prefer. But let's bring in our two guests because we need some time to get into this. Our first guest is a regular on the Oh Snap Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. She's getting more pregnant by the day, and she's been on our podcast a few times before. Katie Sorko, welcome to Dying Message Extra. Hello. How are you? I'm also fine. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Katie, on a scale of 1 to 10, how extra was this manga? Um, It was, I would say it was at least a seven and a half. I have I I didn't read the whole thing, but it was at least a seven and a half from what I saw. Yeah. Yes. I I concur. Uh, let's let's see what our second guest thinks. I need to be introduced. <laughs> <laughs> our second guest is the director of the improv team Smoke Break, a member of Philly N Crowd Improv Comedy, performer with the punk band Science Club, and he's also appeared a few times on Dying Message. Nick Elmer, welcome to Dying Message Extra. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's, Thanks it's for great. making that audio just un, unlistenable. <laughs> <laughs> I always uh, reduce the um, amplitude of your drum rolls quite a bit. I think mm-hmm. the word you're looking for is volume. It's volume. <laughs> uh, not amplitude. <laughs> but uh, good try. Uh, <laughs> hi, what's the question? Uh, Nick, same question. Same question. Uh, same question for me. What's the question? <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how extra was this manga? Oh, um, on a scale of one to ten, I'm gonna put it. I think I think maybe maybe six. I, I yeah, I'm gonna put it at six. Oh wow! In terms of extra, it's like an eight and a half or nine for me. Mm. Really? Okay. So so maybe it's not as 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 wild as I think, Michael. I didn't ask you. Do you have a a number value? Uh, seven. Okay. I've I've certainly read more wild things. That's true. Where the wild things are. <laughs> Very violent book. 
Ironically, haven't read that. That's not irony. That's a coincidence. Anyway. <laughs> I don't even know if it's a coincidence. I think it's just it's a fact. not even that. It's just a thing. <laughs> it's just the truth. I, I appreciate you all for reading this and for being here today. And I just want to give a quick note to our listeners that this manga, the plot involves kidnapping, stalking, maybe some kind of harassment. I don't know. It, it, to me, it was kind of similar to some of the content in the Netflix series You like people being obsessive. So if that is not something you want to listen to or read, do not. You can go to the podcast where Nick and I uh, bully Noah into talking about Scooby-Doo for way too long instead. <laughs> or, or you can skip 30 minutes ahead from right now to the part where we bully Noah about Scooby- Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Scooby, do not start. You're asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you two have been on the podcast a couple times and people can check out your previous appearances where I've asked you about like anime you watched and mystery you're into. Mm. Um, but what about manga? You ever read manga or comic books? This is my first manga I've ever read. Uh, it made my brain hurt <laughs> and <laughs> trying to figure out how to read it. But I do definitely like, uh, I love comic books and graphic novels. So this reading, reading pictures, uh, is not new to me. <laughs> reading pictures in this way is very new to me <laughs> yeah the app shouts at you if you try to swipe in the the wrong direction I love it. which i do accidentally sometimes and it's like chill app <laughs> nick how about you manga comics big old big old manga comic guy uh of the multiple chapters i read today uh the three i read for this series uh were a fraction of uh mm. yeah I, I read a lot i i, I like manga I, I probably read uh it, it more than i watch anime honestly um i just find it a little bit more digestible mm. you can you can do it any time of the day with these these fun apps these fun apps. he means he means on the can noah that's what any time of the day when you're pooping <laughs> <laughs> um just be careful not to drop your phone into the toilet or bathtub how do you poop where that could happen <laughs> <laughs> open leg <laughs> open leg but you're facing yeah. the the toilet lid. You hold the phone by the top <laughs> yeah. oh that's how i eat breakfast <laughs> what <laughs> on the toilet on the toilet lid like kind of mostly useless invention a phone catcher <laughs> like something you put in a toilet to catch your phone in case you drop it in would that not catch so, your poop? so a net what you're describing yeah. is a net most disgusting <laughs> net in the world have you seen the internet? The net is going to give you pink eye, man. As soon as that phone touches, <laughs> I know that net. that phone's technically okay, but it's time to get rid of that phone. It's touched the net. That's okay. Most phones are already bacteria disasters anyway. That's true. Before we get too off topic and like Katie gives birth or something. Oh no! I hear a baby crying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did want to ask Nick any top wrecks in terms of manga you've been reading. Yeah, so I'm like slowly making my way through One Piece. That was kind of one I always kind of put off because it was very, very long. Mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying it. I see why it's popular. Right? Like you can feel the craft in it. You can feel the storytelling in it, even if it's like such a silly premise. Same with Dragon Ball. I think Dragon Ball, I'm like maybe halfway through that one right now too. And again, just you can like see how well it is drafted. The draftmanship is really good and the storytelling is really incredible. In terms of like new stuff, I really like, I don't know how to say it correctly, but Spy Cross Family or Spy 
Spy Family? Spy Family. Is it just called Spy Family? I've been calling it Spy Family. Yeah, I, I'm maybe five to ten behind on that. I, re- I really like Spy yeah, Family. That's like laugh out loud funny for me. It usually gets at least one chuckle for me each chapter. I don't know what's with the silent X's in like manga and anime titles, yeah. but it's like fairly frequently mm-hmm. occurring. Well, speaking of crying baby, can anyone hear that crying baby from my apartment? <laughs> uh, what's what are Josie's manga recommendations? Josie, my my screaming child. Uh, she yeah. What's what's she screaming about these she, days? She likes the violent stuff. She likes uh, Berserk. She likes uh, <laughs> I can't think of it. She likes Lone Wolf and Cub. Uh, anything with like decapitations. She's like, yeah, I'm into that. She probably enjoyed what we read today. She might. <laughs> <laughs> So I think this this what de- most defines this manga for me, I tell C, is the premise, which they kind of hide until you read the first chapter. Excluding this, what is the weirdest premise for something like a movie you've watched or a book you've read or another manga? Hmm. The one that's coming to mind most recently is it was a murder mystery about the cop that uh, Charles Dickinson's character Inspector Bucket was based off of uh-huh. in a real life mystery involving Charles Darwin, and it was very boring, and none of the characters were likable. <laughs> well, that's the worst. Mm-hmm. Boring is a bad premise. Boring is a bad premise. There was like a serial killer, and I didn't care. Also, bo 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 bo. That's a good one. Yeah. What's that premise of that one? Oh, a man with a nose hairs fights an army of bald people with his nose hairs katie what were you thinking of um i don't know if it's like the strangest thing but i think the animation style is one of the strangest animation styles i've ever seen devil man cry baby that anime where devil man cry baby yeah devil man cry baby it's about a, a guy who's part devil part man and the man part of him means that he can feel emotions Mm. and there's really graphic uh things like boobs with teeth and rob and i started watching it as a joke and then we ended up finishing the whole season in a day (laughs) (laughs) funny how that happens that's Mm -hmm. a very uh different version of it it was originally like a manga in the 70s just devil man by a gona guy who is mostly famous for a bunch of robot anime Okay. Ah, robotame. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> Robotimation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay. So, so starting to transition to talking about this manga, mm-hmm. I, I want to read you the description of the manga as it appears on the website. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A popular female celebrity is murdered. The investigation leads to a suspicious woman whose next target may be the famous actor Tagame. What could the suspect's motive be? Twin detectives are on the suspect's trail, but then. A unique take on the crime suspense genre. All true. So there's definitely a big twist written into the first chapter. Um, so just very quickly, spoiler free, before we like break this open and, and get to that part. What do you think we should tell people? Is it worth reading this so that they can see this spo- this um, twist mm. unfold? Should no one read this ever? Should they listen to it first? Like, What would you recommend to folks? I think you'll know the moment that you hate it, and you're probably right. So if you if you start reading it, and then it's like, mm, don't worry, it's not going to get better. <laughs> you can move on. Am I alone in that, that I like the twist? 
Maybe. I don't know. Am I alone? Please don't hesitate to like the twist. <laughs> Your opinion is welcome here. I thought I mean, it was interesting, but I didn't like it. I mean, I would not like it happening to me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like, I don't, yeah. I, mm, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like the I was like, all. oh, a straight man wrote this, probably. <laughs> don't give anything away, Michael. <laughs> So, Nick, you think people should just read it blind so that they can get the full force of the the twist? I I think the execution of the twist is good, like how it happens and like the reveal of that twist is good. If the content of that twist uh, bugs you, then like that's that's the series like it's time to. Yep. It's time to switch. Mm -hmm. But um, I I think if if you haven't read it already, it's worth reading that one chapter. on a uh, Shojin Jump or uh, Viz.com, wherever you're reading your manga from, uh, it's, it's worth just experiencing that twist to see if you like it. Yeah. Yeah. I would read the chapter before I start like buying the books. <laughs> like, I wouldn't just like impulse buy that, like that box set of those books oh, yeah. and then be like, Oh no, I'm stuck <laughs> with this box set now. Or like all of the slightly scented teenagers at the Barnes and Noble, you can just read the manga in the aisle. While sitting on the floor, so I can't get yeah. by. Slightly <laughs> scented, like Yankee candles, <laughs> like like hoagie scented Yankee candles, maybe. Ooh. Oh, so what you mean is stinky? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the other option you have is just to continue to let this podcast run because we we're not going to tell you no. just yet. No, no, no. I say pause this pod. Make a decision right now. Pause it or delete this podcast. Delete it off your phone or pause it and then uh, go read the book. And if you don't like it, unsubscribe. But while you have the podcast paused, please note, because we put extra effort into putting the amount of time that is the length of the podcast into this app. We Mm -hmm. did that and we are responsible for that. I Mm -hmm. think you're referring to something that happened before the podcast started, Michael. It's true. Oh, (laughs) good. I hate context. (laughs) Yeah, I hope if you uh, delete the uh, episode that you re-download it to finish listening. But uh, despite what Nick says, you, you you can listen to this podcast any way you like, as long as you're not committing any felonies. Mm-hmm. That, that's where we draw the line. All right, we're just, we're just going to have to disagree on how uh, how this podcast should be run. But we'll, we'll talk about this after the recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike, anything else that you want to tell us about the manga before we uh, run in with Reckless Abandon? There wasn't anything too interesting. I tried to figure out what kind of like uh, history the mangaka or the author has. Uh, his name is uh, Kazusa Inaoka. The only other two works I could find credited to him are also very weird, or at least in premise, because I didn't read them. One of them is called, I wrote down Bon Kiten, but I assume it's Banu Kiten, and I wrote it wrong. And basically the premise as I read it was that a guy wakes up and the last thing he can remember is he was buying crepes and he can't remember anything else about his life. And he wakes up in with this woman who's like, we're dating, but you can't tell your my sister who is your girlfriend. And that's the premise of that. Uh, and then the other one is... Wait, 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 wait. The protagonist t- tells a girl that he's dating no, her. No, he but- wakes up with amnesia and the girl that he wakes up... Covered like she's in, in crepes. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up, I guess, it maybe in a hospital room. I don't know. Basically, a woman tells him, don't tell my sister we're dating because you're dating my sister. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So he was a scumbag who conveniently lost his memory. Mm-hmm. 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 Or she's lying. Who knows? I don't know. It's probably yeah. a thing. Uh, the I other see. one was Kimiwo Shinyakseo, or I'll Invade You, which is uh, like, okay. like Invader <laughs> as in like an alien. But uh-huh. like, uh, but basically there's a guy uh, and a, he's being stalked by a girl who thinks he's an alien because he has weird hair, but also she's right. Oh, okay. 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 Some patterns here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. patterns emerge. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So he's got a, he's got a, he's got a thing. He's got a soapbox and he likes to get on that soapbox. Let's go through chapter one so that we can get to the, the get to the twist and, and, and I'll just spill out our guts and barf up the crepes that we ate. That can't be the catchphrase of this podcast. <laughs> barf up your crepes. All right, team, it's time to barf up the crepes. How'd you feel about... Uh... And the best part is when the uh, when the crepes go into the net in your toilet. <laughs> Was that part of this podcast? Did we talk about yes. the, the toilet net yes, on this podcast? Did. Yes, we did. It was part okay, of the podcast. I can't remember what happened. Okay, all right. Yeah, we. I mean, we were talking for like seven hours before we started reporting the podcast. We covered a lot of ground. Untrue. It only felt like that because I was here. <laughs> okay, so the very first thing at the beginning of the manga is we are following the perspective of the actor Atsushi Tagame. Mm-hmm. And um, we learn from a, just a news report that an entertainer, they don't explain what kind of entertainer she is, mm-hmm. named Haruka Shinomiya was found murdered in her home. And then Tagame starts being stalked by this girl with kind of blonde hair and a plaid skirt. She mm-hmm. comes up to him in a parking garage and other places. She's also like a creepy shadow lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't always show her face. Mm-hmm. But they show that butt. They always show her, like, the the panel is always of her walking away, and it's like, butt first. I didn't notice the butt. I always notice the butt. I didn't notice the butt either. I'm I'm bringing it up on my tablet right now. I'm going to see how (laughs) You don't see her butt, but, like, it's like the focus, the the middle of the panel is always, like, her skirt. You can't wait to check this out? I'm not saying I doubt you, but I don't remember it happening. up those craves. This is the problem with a manga compared to an anime. Like, no one's going to just start watching the anime. But yeah, you just like flip through the manga while you're recording the podcast. True. And refresh mm-hmm. your memories. Let's mm-hmm. see. Oh, there's the twist. <laughs> All right. Can you twist crepes? That would make it a pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that what a pretzel is? Yeah. Philadelphia resident Nicholas yeah, Elmer. Yeah. It's a twisty crepe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And nobody makes it better than in Philadelphia. <laughs> nobody makes it better. I don't. I don't want to have your your twisted crepes in uh, in Tennessee. I don't. I'm sure they're fine for Tennessee, but I come from Philadelphia, where we twist the crepes the best. We actually just struck a deal <laughs> to um, do a, a mustard flavor with the Philly Pretzel Factory. So they're going to have little things of um, dying message extra hot. Mustard that you can get with your pretzel. Mm. That was a lie, but Philly Pretzel Factory, if it sounds like something you're into, uh, call us up. <laughs> wow, Mike, you're an improviser. You just fucking <laughs> shot that bit in the head. <laughs> that's not real. <laughs> that's, that's fake. What you just did was a fake. 
<laughs> but we, we seem to have had a uh, running attempt to ask people to sponsor us. So I was just running with that. Um, yeah, we've we've been joking. Like, I mean, Shonen Jump, like we've, we're sending so many people to read this for free on in their mm-hmm. app. So they could, you know, think of all the money they're making for people reading this for free on their app. I know they should think of us. Um, OK, so the next thing that happens in this manga. Also, I, I flipped through. I did not see many butts. So I'm just I'm maybe in later chapters, but I did not see a lot of butts in chapter one. What about butts? Mm-hmm. All right. Our verdict is butts, question mark. Yes. So the next thing that happens is we meet the two detectives. So they happen to be brothers, pot- potentially twins. Did that description say they were twins? You said the word did. twins. Yeah. Yeah. Ukon Futatsuki and Sakon Futatsuki. And they have come to ask Tagame about the, the woman who has died. They have a very anime character feel to them because mm-hmm. like they're brothers. They've got different personalities. Any other first impressions of these? Well, I mean, you just described human beings in general. So I don't know if that is <laughs> like anime traits. Like they have different personalities. Uh, they're related. They to look people. like people. <laughs> they wear clothes. They, they wear clothes. They do their jobs. Very anime. Mm-hmm. I think the one guy's like super goofy and the other guy's very serious. And that's that's the thing. Mm-hmm. But the serious mm-hmm. guy likes candy, we find out later. Yeah, that's a. Uh... That's a serious anime guy trait, liking candy. Mm-hmm. And we learn a couple things about Haruka's death. There was a broken window in her apartment. She was stabbed in the head. She was found by the manager in her apartment the day after she was off from work. Uh, that's just kind of given to us as background. And I guess Tagame was her friend, so they're talking to him. And he tells the detectives that the woman who was killed was being stalked by someone and had told him about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do we learn about the stalker? Uh, he sniffs shampoo. This is like a book report quiz. <laughs> It goes through the trash. Yeah, it's a little trash pervert. Yeah, <laughs> he found out her shampoo in the trash and then started using it. Oh, human raccoon! <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm I'm sure like all the dumpster divers out there in the world those, are f- <laughs> those trash perverts. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to say they're not trash perverts. They're just. I'm saying it. I'm making a hard stand. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you go through the trash, you're a goddamn pervert. You're a trash pervert. You love touching that trash. I saw a lady going through the trash, like, I guess it was like nine o'clock in the morning and she had like a, a stick with like a claw on the end and she was just picking through people's trash and walking mm. along. And like she had driven there and she like, it didn't seem like she was maybe homeless or anything. If you had two words you could use to describe that person, what, what two words would you use? <laughs> big parka. No. She <laughs> had a big, she had no. a big like quilted parka on. I'm sure she did. Oh, trash pervert. You're going there for trash pervert. Yep. I see. I got My you. former roommate's parents had a grocery store dumpster that they used to scavenge from. And he filled our apartment's refrigerator with like rescued mm-hmm. meats. Trash meat. Yeah. Oh, just like Tiger King. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like Tiger King. <laughs> Bringing yeah. it back. Did I tell you about the time I lived with Tiger King's uh, son? No. <laughs> the Tiger Prince? That sounds like an anime. Katie, did I interrupt you with my Tiger King joke? No, I want to hear about Tiger Prince. Okay, so this is another bit that just got shot in the head. You're an improviser and you just shot that bit down. (laughs) Tiger prints are like, you know, they're they're black and orange stripes. They're not the most common animal prints to have on your pants or something. Mm. (laughs) I hate it. I hate it. My brother's mother-in-law wears a lot of tiger prints. Is she the tiger ant? Uh, Noah, do you consider this joke so good that it has to keep going? Is that what's happening? 
No, I just I just keep trying to come back. Okay, let's <laughs> let's keep moving. Uh, okay, so Tagame goes home, and mm-hmm. another detective comes to the door and asks to be buzzed in. How suspicious is it that you really can't see her face? Uh, very. Who looks at faces anymore? She just has the glasses with like the white instead of eyeballs on them, but you can see her face. Which is which is commonly a spooky glasses of 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 the glasses tropes. That's the spookiest of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I think I think the spookiest is to have them be holograms, so you could see like skulls in the side <laughs> room. That's the hot topic version of spooky. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I also felt like she was wearing a wig the moment I saw her, like wacky dark hair Mm -hmm. that she has on and she's wearing like a big extra big coat like that lady you saw at the dumpster michael maybe it was the same lady Hmm, maybe if a cop came to my house and was like i want to go over some things with you can i come into your house they'd be like no i'd like to go to the precinct Mm -hmm. and because i don't know who you are cop Person? Right, it, it's a new one that he hadn't. It's not one of the detectives he was meeting with earlier. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, he, he's a nice guy. Gosh, Mark, he lets her in. Oh. <laughs> he's a je- oh gosh, he wants to project the image of being a nice guy, so he lets he l- her in because he as lets far her as in. We know he is a nice guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's the protagonist of this manga, everyone. As far as we know, he is he's a long-running character, character for this whole manga. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he, he lets her in. So she the thing she tells him is that the murder weapon was a pocket knife. The receipt was found at the scene of the crime. You know, that common thing you do, leave a paper trail when you murder someone. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they went to the store, they checked the camera, and they figure out who bought the pocket knife there. And it, he doesn't recognize the person. Yeah. And then there's this weird thing in this scene with coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's kind of like the conversations Michael and I have had about coffee. It, that's not true. That's not fair to me. I mean, it seems like he just made some shitty coffee and she was like, I'm excited for coffee. And then she's like, I am disappointed by this coffee, but I will continue drinking it. Well, it, that's not what she says. When she asks for a second <laughs> cup and he's like, didn't you hate it? She says, well, I thought I'd try my best to love it. Mm-hmm. If you're into this coffee. Do you serve each other bad coffee on purpose? <laughs> no, I just not drink coffee. But if he were to serve me coffee, I suspect it would be bad coffee. Uh, I, I, I couldn't <laughs> make a cup of coffee to save my life. That's a real thing. I Yeah, I've been on trips with people who don't know how to make coffee. I don't know how to make coffee either. <gasps> I don't drink coffee. <gasps> like you... You you get a you get a coffee filter and you put the coffee beans inside and you tie it shut into a little thatchet and then you boil it in some water on the stove. No, that would work hypothetically. Not well. <laughs> you just made brown water. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after sh- the coffee business, he gets a call on the phone from the detectives he knows, and they're like, "Wait, which detective is there?" And he realizes that this woman might not be who she appears to be. Mm-hmm. He's been being stalked by a woman. Remember. Mm-hmm. 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 The one criticism of like the drawing and layout I have is it wasn't clear to me. I think I guess he threw his jacket at her, but I didn't really catch it. Yeah, I couldn't parse that. I got stuck too. I thought he splashed coffee on her and then suddenly she had a suit jacket from nowhere on her face. (laughs) I mean, it's manga. Anything's possible. She could have just brought a casual suit jacket with her. (laughs) (laughs) The coffee did a Sailor Moon style transformation at midair into a suit suit jacket. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's strong coffee. And how would you describe if anybody remembers the image of her face in the suit jacket? Uh, Halloween Town. I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> I remember it 
being like very like oh this uh i would describe her as unwell like she almost does like a rorschach from watchmen with it where like her eyes and mouth are coming through and they look like your parents fighting mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's why I can't watch that movie. It's just one character is just my parents fighting the whole time. <laughs> just my parents <laughs> fighting and eating beans the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> While she's in there, she shouts, it smells so good. Oh, God, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Let's mm-hmm. let the record show. Would you show. say it's time to reveal the twist? <laughs> We're almost there. We're, okay, okay. So things, things are going normally so far. We're we're so okay. close because like right so someone is talking to Game and we don't know we don't know what's going on she's pretended to be a detective yes. she takes off her mm. wig we see it's the girl from before mm. she chases him she chases him she chases him and then when she catches him she accuses him of being the murderer and she reveals her identity which is here we are Nick it is time she is you're really milking this <laughs> uh, I think he uh, expected you to do it Nick yeah well I wrote down the exact words so I, I guess oh. it's only fair for me to say it. Okay. Uh, she is... All right, I'll do it. She is a detective. <laughs> Tokyo Metro Police First Criminal Investigation Division, Risa Aoi. Yeah, there it is. Michael, how do I say that name? Aoi. So she's the stalker shadow lady is basically... But she's also a cop. Yeah. But she's also she's a, a cop. cop. Also, no, we completely missed my favorite sh- stalker shadow lady moment. Oh, yes. Please tell us about it. So back at the, uh, the cafe when he was meeting with the detectives... I had that written down. I don't know how I missed that. The shadow lady appears like with her nose in his hair and he turns around like a huh and she's not there. And you think, oh, it's like either a weird moment or she's like a super stalker and she like ninja out. And then as he's leaving, you see her crouching under the table, but she's still the shadow lady. It's very silly. That moment happened and I almost messaged Noah being like, what the fuck are you having to read? <laughs> I was surprised when neither of you messaged me after reading it. <laughs> I only thought of that because someone was talking about eating beans and they were eating yokan at the cafe, mm. which for anyone who doesn't know what yokan is, it is a jelly made from red beans, sugar, and agar. It's good. Sounds delicious. It's really it? good. <laughs> the way you good. describe it, yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. It's very weird confection, but it's actually it's, good. It's a delicious treat, Michael. I once ate it in the shadow of Mount Fuji. Uh, maybe one day you two will go to Japan and enjoy uh, Japanese cuisine. Oh no, but not only will we be in Mount Fuji's shadow, but we'll also be in your shadow. That's true, I did it first. <sighs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so let's let's pull apart this whole twist. So it turns out that this woman that's been stalking him is a detective, and the the other two detectives know about her. They kind of know what she's doing. They're shot, the, the younger one, who's new to the job, is shocked that she went in alone, and the older one's like, nope, she's got it, she'll get him. She gets to do the detective's reveal of like how she knew he was the culprit and and accuse him of stuff. All while he's still like denying the murder and running from her because she's she is stalking him. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she uses this phrase that she uses a lot. She calls him my blight and shining armor. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. curious what the Japanese equivalent was that they were. I, I'm assume some other similar pun or play on words, but I couldn't find it, and I didn't care enough to try for very long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the two detectives talk about how Ayoi has a tendency to fall in love with the culprit. It's how she solves cases by fighting poison with poison. 
Now, fighting poison with poison, it, that phrase must come up like seven times in the three chapters we read. If you were going to do a drinking game for this manga, <laughs> it would be drink every time they say fighting poison with poison mm-hmm. or something about poison being there or poison poison crimes. Like it's, it's. I've never thought to do a drinking game with something you read. I mean, I haven't either, but... It's very at your own pace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can slow down if you want. Oh, no, it's an, it's the word uh, animal again. I got to take a <laughs> ship. Ugh, reading Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> Dr. Doolittle's really Yeah, you know, it's awful. the thing where you put, like, a novel on your large TV and have all your friends over and you all read it at the same time <laughs> to yourselves and drink. On your large TV? <laughs> Do you? Oh, you mean yeah, like on the screen? I thought you were like put like yes. a hardcover book on top of your TV. <laughs> oh, that sounds even better. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah. You just you, do, you take you ruin your TV by duct taping a book mm-hmm. to your to the TV screen, yeah. like the olden days. Mm-hmm. This is this sounds like a hot idea. Like, get a short story and make a drinking game out of it. Maybe. I don't know. That sounds sad. That sounds sad in a couple <laughs> different ways. Barnes and Noble at night. That's that's what this will be. I've I've known people who have uh, worked at Barnes and Noble, and I can tell you for a fact they don't need help with drunk people being there at night. Isn't Barnes and Noble like some of them are going to have alcohol being served in them soon? I think. Yeah, that's true. Which yeah. like weird choice. One time I was in the bathroom at the in the oh god I don't even remember the Barnes and Noble by Blank Park. God, it's Rittenhouse? been so long. Yes, thank you, Rittenhouse Park. Best Jesus place to Christ. poop. It's I great, need to leave. That's a great Barnes and Noble pooping. Pretty sure someone was loudly masturbating in the stall while I was there. Well, if they didn't want anyone to hear them, they would have masturbated at home. It's true. Fair. Sometimes you just walk past some of the books and you're like, oh, no. Oh. I've got to <laughs> masturbate, I guess. Yeah. Oh, here's a book about birds and it's on the bargain bin for $6. I got to go. <laughs> Deal makes me horny. <laughs> Look at all these pop figures of secondary characters. <laughs> so I think let's pause the plot for a bit of this. And manga. Keep talking about this, yeah, right? Yeah, keep talking about pooping <laughs> and masturbating at the BNN, the Barneys and Noblies. Incidentally, if you're Barnes and Noble and this segment of our podcast makes you think I need to sponsor them, please contact us. <laughs> We're also happy to take hush money. <laughs> so, no, what I think we should do is rather than like going through, because she reveals kind of how she knew it was him and accuses him of stuff and he gets apprehended. Let's let's talk further about her and this, because this is the big twist. This is the actual premise of the manga. I can think of like two or three other animes, uh, anime specifically that we've watched recently that have big episode one twists where maybe like you think someone is the protagonist and then they're dead by the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is kind of pulling the same trick because this guy's going to be in jail. He's not actually a main character, but we thought he was the main character when we started reading. So, Nick, you said the twist was well executed. I, I did like it in like in American contemporary comics like this would be called kind of an issue zero where we're just establishing what the premises for the whole uh, series um, and telling that in a uh, entertaining way. Um, I liked the twist. I liked the reveal of it. Um, it's stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> like it is. It's it is stupid, stupid. But sometimes I like stupid, especially in like crime dramas like Luther. Luther is a stupid show that acts smart. It's it's a show about a detective with Idris yeah, Elba. It is a show about a detective who is friends with a serial killer. And it is stupid. 
And uh, <laughs> but because he wears a jacket, people think it's smart. <laughs> because he wears a jacket and it's Idris Elba, mm-hmm. people think it's smart. Yeah, Idris mm-hmm. Elba can pull off anything. Well, yeah, except a- for one specific role. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought I was cutting you off, Katie. No, I think we were saying the exact same thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just a sleek, I, I don't remember the sleek name. Sleek little cat body. Like, <laughs> he he says it five times. It's McCavity. Oh, oh you were <laughs> thinking of cats. I was thinking about like all the campaigns and him never getting to be James Bond. I don't I know if you're talking about James, James Bond, Bond too. Mm. This role is never played. Of all the failures of cats, I don't put McCavity in that list. McCavity makes makes it watchable. I think it's just because he's so sleek that like it's just I, I just feel like I'm watching a naked person. Like I wish he was just like a little <laughs> fluffier, like texture wise. Okay. I am gonna bring us back from this because clearly no! we can have a cats podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, Katie. <laughs> Let's talk about McCavity. All right. <laughs> No. Who's the McCavity on this podcast? Don't make me say no. <laughs> Who's the McCavity? You're making me the bad guy. The manga. I think. Stop it, you Stalker's two. McCavity. <laughs> Iowa is definitely the McCavity. Okay, so Katie, mm-hmm. not a fan of the twist. Um, I think the issue that I had with it was that I just didn't care about any of the characters to be like super impacted by the twist like this would be like a uh i would say if i was reading this as like a novel i would hope that it would be like around page like 100 like fit between 50 and 100 so it's like okay i know who these characters are oh this this guy's being stalked for a while and and oh this has an impact because like all i got was like the super he's a superstar and she's under the table and that's it. And then I'm like, okay, I guess she's a stalker. What about the surprisingness of the twist? Was it expected or? Um, I, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting her like origin story to be what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what I would have expected. I mean, I was going to assume that she had some sort of mental health thing going on, but I wasn't expecting that. You know, yeah i I think the premise of this m- would be better without explaining why she's like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I so agree. let's let's jump to that. So right. So basically, she is kind of a detective. I think we can explain this a little bit better. She's kind of a detective. She works with the police department at least, and she stalks criminals and and falls in love with them and creeps them out until they confess and demand <laughs> to be put in prison to get away from her. Mm-hmm. Classic ladies, mm-hmm. ladies being <laughs> ladies. Right, and this backstory was that she was abducted five years ago and fell in love with her still-at-large kidnapper. Mm. Although we learn that she wants to find her kidnapper and kill him. I think that's at the very end of chapter three. I feel like this author should just go straight to horny jail because I don't (laughs) like... I don't like that... uh, It just feels like something that you would would type in on like like a... I'm looking for like some erotic literature and you type it in and it's like, Oh cool. She's, yeah, hor- she's horny for bad actions. Like, it's that classic Stockholm syndrome transference thing, right? Yeah. That always happens. Yeah. Yeah. 
at the end of the episode, he goes to find her like weird room that she has in the police station, which is like a tea room. Like she has a little couch. And of course, the defining feature is the wall of photographs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she takes stalker photographs of all of these criminals and frames them and puts them up in the wall while she's in love with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's a direct quote. I want to love them before they end up crushed under the weight of the sinful cross they bear. Bonk, right to horny jail. (laughs) Straight to horny jail. (laughs) Yeah. I also wrote down that line, Noah, and then I put a bunch of gagging noises in. Like, I just typed bleh, bleh. Yeah. So so this is the deal. This is what this manga is actually about. Let's finish up what happens in chapter one, because I do also want to address... The mystery question mark? (laughs) That's what we do here. We address mysteries. Yeah. It's also Mm -hmm. weird that like if these detectives are twins, but one's like new at the job and doesn't know about her and like one does know about her. Like, I feel like that would be like something you'd tell your brother, right? He ate a bad crepe and got amnesia. Uh. I feel like that. Yeah. I feel like that would just come up in casual conversation of how's your day be like hi brother how's your day oh you know the the private investigator that works with us fell in love with another criminal mm-hmm. and drove him insane and made him go to jail on his own volition like i don't know what the title of the manga is about i tell c i don't either well i can say i which is also part of her last name means love right so there's like some degree of wordplay there i don't think it's that deep i see i don't know what the c is see you from under the table somehow in my brain that was a direct follow-up to what katie said (laughs) but in practice it was a different topic altogether mostly unrelated mostly unrelated like if rob like went to work and then like left out half the stuff that happens at his job i'd be like why are you not telling me these things like of course i want to hear about the person who pooped on the train platform like Mm -hmm. Like, Noah, when I would come home and tell you about the people who pooped on the floor at my work. Sometimes you also tell people about things that happen at work that aren't poop related. <laughs> Do you know what would be a fun drinking game for this episode of this podcast? The word poop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. I'll put it in our notes and okay, warn people. <laughs> so rewinding t- to the point where we're still kind of learning what's going on. Mm-hmm. As soon as we find out she's a detective, it's interesting because we're still getting his perspective and he actually thinks about how he's guilty. So now we've learned officially, canonically, he is the murderer. And I thought that yes. was interesting to continue to follow him at this point. But I, I guess they want to take us through this. She has his phone number. No explanation how she got it. And then she does this thing with a cold drink. She's like, I'm going to get a drink for you. And she puts it on his neck, which creeps him out. And he thinks it's a knife. I enjoyed that he like got away from her, but she was able to find him because like he's a celebrity and she was just like looking at tweets about like trending tweets about him. Mm-hmm. Like, why was he running through the streets with no shoes? Fun. Oh, he was running through the streets with no shoes because he lives in Japan and yeah. wouldn't have had shoes on while hanging out in his uh, in his own apartment. Yes, I also took off my shoes in the shadow of Mount Fuji uh, <laughs> and stepped into my room <laughs> when I was staying in Japan uh, for. <laughs> A week. Um, it's a lovely country. Nick, we'll we'll talk more about your trip to Japan in our spinoff podcast, Mount Fujiing Message. Oh, 
I didn't think you were going to stick the landing. Flying message? I've used flying message before, but yeah, flying message is, I think, the name of our, our theoretical travel spinoff. Mm-hmm. Mm. Where, you go, where you go to Japan and you solve crimes <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> That's literally Noah's dream. Don't There's a real that. danger if we go to Japan <laughs> that we'll stumble upon a murder in like a, you know, a hot springs. Oh, hot springs. That's where I stayed at uh, when I was uh, <laughs> in the shadow of Mount Fuji. Speaking of shadows, mm-hmm. there's a shadow over this anime, which is that it's not an anime. It's a manga. <laughs> So we go back to how she knew that he was the culprit. And there's this whole thing about the receipt mm-hmm. where he did yes. this whole trick. He actually bought his knife online. And mm-hmm. then he found someone else who bought a knife in the store and got a receipt for a similar item, a pocketbook versus a pocket blade. And so the receipt he left at the crime scene was actually for a pocketbook, but he wrote pocket blade on it. And it was at the same timestamp as the person who bought the pocketbook. You notice how I used more words than they did in the manga to explain the same thing, although they had the benefit of pictures. I will say that sometimes the pictures did not help <laughs> me follow the story. <laughs> yeah, I liked the uh, one how he tried to get away with it, and I liked how she was able to figure out he he didn't get away with it. Like, mm-hmm. I thought they were both very clever uh, tricks. It does seem like a waste of energy to go through all the effort to like implement that trick but then just buy the knife on amazon with your regular gmail account yeah and that's how she that's the proof she had is that while she was stalking him she looked at his phone and found the email receipt for the knife Mm -hmm. um i got an email from my father earlier today and the subject line was like forward cybersecurity tips and the body of the email was talking about how nothing you write in an email is secure and how like you know your email can be subpoenaed you can't delete it there's always a record of it if you send it to somebody they don't have to keep it private you're and all the so you know maybe if his dad was my dad he would have gotten away with it Mm. Did that email have any weird attachments, Noah? It sounds like the kind of email that has weird attachments. No, it wasn't spam. It was advice. Right. And then we kind of get a recounting of how he did the murder as well. There's another detail, which is that she was facing the broken window, but stabbed from behind. And it's like, why was she still just sitting there staring at the the kill her as he walked behind her and stabbed her? No, it was someone she knew and he broke the window afterwards, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Nick, you kind of liked the details of the murder. It was kind of a satisfying little mystery the way it clicked together. Yeah. Yeah, I thought uh, in terms of like how a lot of these murder mysteries kind of pan out, they're usually like the reveal is something crazy that you wouldn't even have even considered, like a rope tied to a block that wasn't mentioned the whole time or a house that opens Mm. up. Like Mm. there's gears within gears that can like move things around when the lights are out, like I don't like those. I, I like this. I like it's laid out very well, and uh, all the information is given to you early on, and you can kind of like you can kind of figure out how it happened. Yeah, I thought I thought it was decent. Um, it's not necessarily something you could like solve before it's told to you, but it's all logically mm-hmm. consistent, and it feels fair and not outrageous. It wasn't the main focus, and it didn't feel like the main focus. No, <laughs> it's not a mystery solving manga. It's a crime thriller manga. Mm. Mm. Right. So he ends up turning himself in and as of all of her lovers is like desperate to get away from her. And he's like, I'll be safe in prison, blah, blah, blah. I think using the term lovers is generous because lovers implies that they're both uh, (laughs) a part of it. 
obsession. Or obsessions, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to talk about this manga. So let's communicate through the medium of dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's very easy. There's bad guys and there's good guys. The bad guys are criminals. The good guys are cops. Yes, one of the cops is a stalker, but they're still a good guy. But they get the job done. They get the job done. They get results. <laughs> they, get, they show up to work and they get results every day. Do oh, you see boy. that wall of pictures? Every one of those was a criminal caught off the streets. That wall of pictures makes me think of a wall I have in my house of just like uh, like nieces and nephews. It's <laughs> <laughs> like of all baby pictures of like kids in our life. And, uh, and I'm like, I've got to add more pictures to the baby wall. And like, that's just... <laughs> That's just me like, I've conv- I've convicted all of these babies <laughs> for murder. I just hang up another baby photo. Another one down. It's like you were too cute and right That's to baby excellent Joe. manga premise. It's about a, a pregnant soon-to-be mother who needs to arrest all the baby criminals so that her baby can be safe when it's born. No, the twist is so my baby can be the top baby criminal. Yeah. Kingpin baby. Like Kaitikyo Hitman Reborn. We were just talking about that, Michael. I'm going to go on a tangent for a second, uh, surprising no one. Um, you know how in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Kingpin uh-huh. is the size of a house? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does anyone ever think about... Does anyone ever think about that? How, in- <laughs> how insane it must have been for his wife to have sex with him <laughs> to make his normal-sized child. Any- I think about it every time I watch that movie, being like, how did they have sex to make this normal-sized son? He's the size of a house. Maybe it happened afterwards. Grief can do things to the human body. <laughs> Grief can make you real square. Yeah. Really stretch <laughs> out. I'm going to go online and see if there's any uh, any uh, information I can get about Kingpin having sex with his wife. Oh, no. boy. It's, it's all articles written by me. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's all thought pieces. <laughs> you know, I, re- I really appreciate... I really appreciate having you two here because if you two weren't here, we would have to just spend this whole time talking about this talking manga. Talking about the thing that we were supposed to talk about. <laughs> and like, I mean, people want to hear us talk about this manga, but do they want to hear us talk about All this right. manga? All right. I did a quick Google search. Uh, number one result, uh, Kingpin slash nastiest sex scene ever. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's no. from the movie. <laughs> From it's Into from the, the Spider-Verse? No, the movie Kingpin. Oh. oh. Keep That's scrolling. a different guy. What's the porn parody title of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Into her sp- Spider-Verse. <laughs> Into her Spider-Verse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we, arrived, we arrived I'm... at that at the same time, and it came out of your mouth. And like, no. <laughs> I'm canceled. I'm canceling myself. So I do want to go back and cover a few more things about this manga. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've got to do our duty. I asked you all, all right. to read chapters two and three, and we haven't touched on Oh, was on that a drink? Does everyone have to take a drink because we have to do our duty? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I was just checking. Okay, so yeah, I don't want to go through all the details of chapters two and three, but you know, she gets up involved with two more criminals and two more cases, and we mm-hmm. kind of learn a few things about how she operates. Definitely chime in if there's something you feel like you got to mention. They they say fighting poison with poison just a few more times. Um, but I do want to read some excerpts. Yeah. 
at the very start of the second chapter, they summarize the premise. With each case, she falls hopelessly in love yet again with the criminal. And with those feelings as her driving force, she unintentionally solves the case using very questionable methods. In the case from the other day, she did everything from stalking to breaking and entering. So there you have it, folks. That's the succinct explanation of the premise. I'm really glad that that I, I also I've only read the first three chapters of this this manga, so anything can happen. But I'm really glad that it didn't immediately jump to sexual. Like I'm glad she doesn't like also like fuck these criminals. Yeah, and like because that would have added another layer to this onion that I would not have enjoyed. Well, I well, I do think that. this is this is running in weekly Shonen Jump, which is like is for young teens is like the age range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tweens basically, yeah. So there's so there there wouldn't be that sexy content. You have to go online for that. Uh <laughs> there's plenty of that stuff in Shonen Jump. Is there sexy sexy stuff? Yeah. Not like fucking. Not like fucking, but, like but booby ladies. boobs. They got boobs and they got, you know, every once in a while there there's a there's a slip. There's a slip. Every once oh, in a while. Oh yeah, yeah. Just one yeah. nip. Just one nip. They're animating so hard that their boob falls out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so right, so there's there's that detail. All right, so young detective is the Skimbleshanks. Uh, who <laughs> is the older detective? Old detective is the Monkey Strap. Ah, uh, okay, that's right. Yes, yes. People are going to need a murder board just to make their way through this episode fo- to follow all the different strands and, and that's strings. What we want. <laughs> Anything else that jumped out at, at folks from reading chapters two and three? Like, how did it change or solidify your understanding of what the manga was going to be about, or like any crazy details that you're like? My thought was that the younger brothers got to figure out the obvious thing real fast because every chapter is like, she's doing the thing again. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> And the older brother is like, yeah, she's doing the thing again. And he's like, but how do we get her to stop? It's like, well, she solves crime. So we don't really, she's kind of a loose cannon. We don't let her stop. But but the nobility of the justice system, well, the, like. Yeah. Did anyone else get the impression that that younger brother is for sure going to fall in love with her and try to fix her? And that's probably what his father did. Mm, I did not get that vibe. Oh, we we haven't even mentioned this father backstory. Oh, I didn't even mm-hmm. think of that. But mm-hmm. like, oh, their, their father was maybe also a police officer and had something bad go wrong that and then he died as a result. But we don't know what it was. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, that was like vaguely mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The father like went out of his way to help someone who was a criminal and it uh, mm-hmm. ended up him dying but they don't explain any of the details how what happened like for all we know he like, fell off a bridge like we don't know yeah and the older brother was like do don't don't bring dad into this i i did not get the vibe that they were going to fall in love i think it's more of like a just odd couple situation like how are these two people going to get along um i have no idea where the where it's going to go uh f- this could for all i know be like like a big character styled uh, series where like we meet a new crazy person every uh, every couple chapters and they become a member of the team. I've read four more chapters and I don't really remember what happened in them. I find this pretty like entertaining to read, but it, it also frustrates me. In what ways, Noah? The whole idea. The whole mm-hmm. idea, Nick. But a rubber boy with with his friends, the skeleton man, that doesn't bother you. What are you talking about? I'm talking about One Piece, Piece. the most popular (laughs) manga in creation. I haven't read One Piece. I'm a two-piece 
guy. You could have said no piece. You could have said no piece. <laughs> no, two pieces. We're pro bikinis on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, one piece is effectively named after a one piece bathing suit. It's not like. Is it? <laughs> yeah, effectively. Yeah. I guess what makes me feel a little slimy when reading this is just that idea that this is definitely written with a male audience in mind and someone feels like this character is like a turn on. Yes. I'm not saying that because it turns me on. I'm saying that because there's people (laughs) out there who are like, (laughs) yes, finally. Finally someone said it. We love it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she's got a problem that needs to be fixed. She's a stalker. Yeah, it's it's the layers of she's she's got a problem that needs to be fixed, like you said. She's an abuse victim who has turned her abuse into uh, fun, fun flirtiness. <laughs> and that she's allowed to kind of exist with no support and unchecked. Yeah. She's, and it's all very horny and fun. She's a little bit of a, of a defective detective. Oh, that would be a better name than I tell C. No, that's that's mm-hmm. Monk. Oh, is Monk the defective detective? Oh. Monk is a defective detective. Wow, that's, that's really that's offensive. Rude. He's just neurodivergent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, those were the early 2000s for you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. How far we've come with I tell C. <laughs> we really got there. We really got there, y'all. <laughs> I had a really random like monkey brain moment when they were talking about her and like describing her and he described her as a white haired woman. I was like, what? Her hair color is like the color it is in the black and white. (laughs) I don't know why I was so baffled by it for a minute. Yeah. I, for a while, my brain just filled in that her hair was like, uh, like a seafoam color, like Hatsune Miku. I don't know why my brain's (laughs) like, okay. She's got she's got Hatsune Miku hair. That's fun. Yeah, I, I would imagine she has hair of that color. There are a couple of colored panels where I think you catch a glimpse of her, though. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The colored pa- the p- color panels that they include in manga just to squash our imagination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, do we like this? <laughs> Michael is shaking his head. I don't think <laughs> we do. <laughs> Based on how, how quickly we jumped onto other things with uh, much more enthusiasm, I don't think we like this story. That's just my undiagnosed ADHD, though. I don't know if we can blame I tell C on that. I enjoyed reading the first chapter. I did not think it was a good idea, and I, do- I wouldn't say I liked it. But I enjoyed the reading experience of discovering what was going on, like watching a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Okay. I do think that this would be much more upsetting if it was like uh, an anime. It would be much more upsetting to watch. Hey, the more we talked about it, the more I like. I feel like it could happen. It is popular enough. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Devilman Crybaby is a thing. Beastars is a thing. Anything, anything that's got a, a flavor of horniness is gonna be made into an anime, even if it shouldn't be made. <laughs> <laughs> a flavor of horniness. A flavor. As a kind of counterpoint, I couldn't find much written about this manga. Surprise, surprise. But I found L.B. Bryant, who wrote a review or preview for Screen Rant. And this is what they said. Some people might be turned off by a lead who uses Stockholm Syndrome as a weapon against criminals. 
Yes. But mm-hmm. fans of this author should be wary about dismissing this series too early. As mentioned, there's a ton of room for this story and these characters to grow into their roles and reveal new personality depths in future chapters. I don't know if I agree with that. Maybe this is what this manga author does. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's fair. I think it could change. It could get more interesting. But I need other people to read it and tell me that before I'm going to invest all this time into this series yes i agree <laughs> like if i find out that the series has been running for 100 chapters and it gets really good like yeah i'll i'll jump back on but uh it can do that without me <laughs> so we've kind of touched on a lot of this we wouldn't necessarily recommend this to folks i mean maybe the first chapter if you like want to see what's going on it's also free so like what have you got to lose except time which is infinite a small piece of your innocence yeah Anything else that, like, this was ringing bells of? Like, any comparisons you want to make? Or something that people should read or watch instead? <laughs> Ooh, read or watch instead. Uh, so, I think Cats uh, is up there. Sounds <laughs> Cats, yes. Uh, release the butthole cut. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm genuinely excited to think that this year maybe I can watch Cats again with my friends. Because we couldn't do that last year because we were in a panini, so. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, um, very good uh, on-topic suggestion there. (laughs) Watch Cats. Um, uh, Watch, uh, what's good? What's good? Uh, Circle's really good. Watch The Circle. About halfway through season two. Don't spoil it for me. Any, like, similar kinds of manga, maybe? Or anime? I mean, I mentioned... by family, which yeah, I think that's that similar you were enough. Say Spider-Man. Yeah, I recommend <laughs> I've Spider-Man. Sp- I've mentioned Spider-Man. Spy Family is similar yeah, enough. Uh, Spider- I'll read Spider-Man too. It's about a real uh, skyscraper pervert. He likes to touch all the skyscrapers, and uh, uh, he gets obsessed and he follows criminals around, and then he catches them. <laughs> so it's very similar. <laughs> and um, I'm going to ask if anybody has any final thoughts. <laughs> I wouldn't read this to my infant son. I definitely wouldn't. This would not be a book I'd pick up to read to my child. What, what mm. book are you looking forward to reading to your infant child? Oh, just Dune. Get him started on Dune? <laughs> yeah, I just want... I really want to start him off on a good foot. I have not successfully made it past the first few chapters of Dune ever. Yeah. And I've tried a bunch. I feel like Winnie the Pooh is a delightful book to read to a child. Doesn't make you think like Dune does. Do we have to drink? There no? <laughs> I, did, I didn't finish it with a with a final puh. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm not shutting you down because I'm unhappy with you or disappointed in you. It's because I know we all have places to go, and I don't want to go on too long. So, hey, uh, we didn't have a complete consensus on how we felt about this. If you thought it was fantastic. Maybe we missed something. I don't know. Or maybe you agree with us and you're like, why do you even, I don't know, what, whatever, whatever opinion yeah. you have. All right, now's the time. Now's the time to unpause your pot, the podcast. <laughs> We're past all the spoilers. You can unpause now. Okay, so what I was going to say is you can put your opinion. Oh, they have they unpaused, Nick? Can I tell them now? Yes. Okay, good. Because I don't want to have to repeat myself. Or I could just take this whole segment and play it a second time because I could do that in the editing room. That's true. You've, you've just in case they missed it. Power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
so right take those opinions put them in an email send it to dyingmessagepodcast at gmail.com and we will share your thoughts in a future episode now as my father warned me those uh thoughts are not necessarily secure so if you're gonna <laughs> say something you don't want like a future employer or the cia or or someone saying i mean it's gonna be, it could be on our podcast so anyone could listen to our podcast the pope could listen to our podcast and if you have your amazon.jp uh receipts of any weapons you have purchased forward us those as well absolutely and not we will use them to implicate you in things Abs- absolutely not um nick katie noah michael contrary to popular belief i would like uh, our listeners to know where they can find more of you <laughs> who what do you mean popular belief who have you been telling bad things about us too <laughs> people are always like oh do you do do you even want us to like listen to Katie's other podcasts? And I'm like, yes, please do. Yeah, I think I think the general consensus is like we've had enough of her for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, but contrary to popular belief, where can they Stop find you? Saying that <laughs> is that is that not a good transition to plugs? No, that is that is like this. The faint damning with faint praise again. That's where you like went before where you complimented my songs because they sounded like they could go on a CD. <laughs> in a store. Yeah, in a store. They sound like they sound like they would fit on a CD. Yeah. What I was trying to say is, uh Nick, tell us about Science Club. Where can people find Science Club? No, shut up. We're talking about Katie. Um, you can find me on the occasionally on the O Snap podcast the more pregnant i get the more unlikely i am i'm gonna be doing things <laughs> so catch as catch can with uh my pregnant ass um you can't find me on social media because my accounts are private and they're none of your business yeah. so woo! <laughs> that's it thank you katie you're welcome now um we've all enjoyed we've all enjoyed having katie on the yes. podcast and are looking looking forward to listening to the Ostan Contrary to Popular Medic Universe podcast. Contrary to popular belief. And it is it is popularly known that you want to catch up with also Nick Elmer. Where can we find Nick Elmer? Uh, you can find Nick Elmer occasionally ruining the Dying Message podcast. You can also find him on uh, uh, directing the uh, the now almost I think we've been doing it for about a year now, uh, Smoke Break. Yeah, uh, the monthly yeah. Uh, workplace improvised comedy show on twitch.tv slash smokebreakimprov uh, or you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash smokebreakimprov I'm assuming this is coming out after the, the season 3 premiere but we're having a season 3 premiere with an exciting new location that you don't know yet because it hasn't been announced yet and we're, we're doing exciting things that you should be excited about but you can only be excited about it if you see it. You gotta see it to be excited. You can't be excited and and, and sitting in ignorance. Uh, and also, uh, yeah, Mike's on it too. But you know, uh, I'm the I'm the draw. I'm the director. Anyway, uh, there's also End uh, Crowd. We do a show every other week on Fridays. Uh, I'm occasionally on that uh, long running improv uh, troupe here in Philadelphia. Catch us out on Twitch as well. The N Crowd, the letter N, N Crowd. I was about to say dot com, but that's not real. Just Google, Google the N Crowd, Philadelphia, and you will find us. Yeah, well, you will find him even without going through his trash can. But yeah, all, all my all my trash perverts uh, come through my trash. <laughs> uh, you will find empty uh, soy milk cartons and a lot of diet coke cans. 
And uh, and those are just from Josie. Yeah, she's got a habit. <laughs> I'm trying to get her to stop. But, you know, she can't get her day started without a can. <laughs> but, um, you know, she needs her cigarette, she needs her Diet Coke, and then she's good to go. Mm. I'm kidding. My daughter doesn't wake up in the morning. She sleeps in. Uh, and, um, yeah, I play music too. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I've gone on long enough. <laughs> Cut this down to a reasonable length, please. <laughs> We've all gone on long enough. Um, thank you so much, both of you. No, I really enjoy having you on here. You create an interesting editing <laughs> conundrum because so much is so much of this is off topic, and I'm so like, shady. no, it, here here's the here's the full thing because so much of it is off topic, and I'm like, I could just cut this out and no one would know, like, because it would sound like a, mm-hmm. a full conversation. But then I'm like, but this is so much fun to listen to. Am I ruining the podcast by leaving this in mm-hmm. or by cutting it out? I don't know what to Katie, do. Uh, Katie, so I, um, in terms of this yeah, podcast, yeah. who would you put the uh, cats characters? Who would you say is the? Uh, I guess who would, uh, if it's is someone here in McCavity, is someone here a uh, Skimbleshanks? Um, you can do that. You can do that in a second. I'm going to give you a little a little bit of time to think because I just have to. I just have to thank our listening audience. No, it just stops the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> stops recording. Well, I could see myself fading out as you talk. So, so first, I want to uh, give a shout out to all of our listeners uh, for joining us for everything that we do in this episode as well. Um, next week, we'll be covering Detective Conan episode eleven, which is one of the most famous uh, episodes of that show, the Moonlight Sonata Case. Um, and we will have a mystery guest who you will surely, whose name you will surely recognize. Why don't you say it? Why don't you promote the episode? Who is it? Because I built a podcast around not saying who the guest is in advance, <laughs> as if that's not how you promote a podcast. <laughs> name you will recognize. So um, I can't say. And thank you so much for yeah making our podcast what it is by listening to it. That's how, when a podcast comes into existence. You can follow us on social media, Dying Message Podcast on Facebook, at Dying Message Pod on Twitter, also at Dying Message Pod on Instagram. And give us a review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on any of your various platforms. Send us that email to dyingmessagepodcast at gmail.com. Please do not incriminate yourself. Emails are not secure. Yeah, thank you all so much. I'm sorry. I really did not want to cut you off when you were talking about cats. Can we, pl- can we please talk about who on this podcast is which cat from cats? Can we okay. please talk about okay. that? Okay, let's see. Let's see. Hmm. 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 I'm just gonna read. Um, I'm just gonna read this short story, and every time I c- come across the word "the," I'm gonna take a drink. Oh no! While you do this, um, what do you think, Nick? Uh, who's your Grizabella? Who I? I think Noah's Grizabella. Yeah, I think yeah. Noah's Grizabella. She's just trying her best, and we're all just like, yeah. no. <laughs> That mean yeah. I'm singing memory over yes. here? Yeah, yeah. You're just trying to be a part of the team, and we're just like, no, <laughs> yeah. thanks. Um, I think that I'm. Uh, right now, I feel like I'm just like the Gumby cat. I just feel like I'm oh, Jenny no. Any Dots. You are, you are, uh, Mr. Mistopheles, if anything. Oh, presto! I'm. <laughs> um. Uh, I'm trying to think of who Rob. Who yeah, do you get think, Rob in uh, here? <laughs> 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 the whole time. No, he just walked in. Um, Rob, what cat do you think Nick Elmer is from Cats? 
Skimbleshanks. He said you're Skimbleshanks. Yeah! <laughs> he is Chris Cat. <laughs> the railroad cat. And I think, um... Ooh, I think Mike is... I think Mike might be a Rum Tum Tugger or... <laughs> Or a uh, monkey strap. Yeah, we're still recording the episode. The episode's not done, bro. Or or are you all just like those little cockroaches, and and I'm the one that has no. the cockroach circus? No, no, <laughs> no, no. You're not Jenny Any Dots. Oh right, you're Jenny Any Dots. <laughs> Sorry, her, her scary little cockroach. Rockets. We we do not dance for you, Noah. I just remembered those two really devious twins. I don't know the names of the characters. Oh, among, oh yeah, I think let's be honest. In terms of this podcast, Nick and I are Mungo <laughs> Jerry and Rumble Team. Yeah, we're two little stinkers. Yeah, and and but Noah Noah's the the one of the cats watching it happen, and also the human <laughs> that we terrorize. <laughs> Extra, extra, this has been Dying Message Extra, I Tell C, episode 42 of Dying Message, the Detective Anime Mystery Podcast. Extra podcast cover art created by Miriam Bloom. Music excerpted from Solve the Damn Mystery by Jesse Spillane. Thank you again to our extra special guests, Katie Swerko and Nick Elmer. Coming up, who is our super special mystery guest next week? What will happen on Tsukikage Island? How many murders will take place right under everyone's nose? All that and more when we next examine the scene of the crime for that fatal note. The dying message. Uh, Katie, I, I found an image that explains it and you don't you don't want it. So I'm just gonna I don't just want gonna it. Is it like those things where you see like Toad without his head on and how his ears are sort of thing? Like, you know, it's like a cross section of the Kingpin character. You know what I'm talking about, Mario Toad? Do you mean like one of the pages in a comic that shows you how the Fantastic Four live in the Baxter building? Or like cuts no. out all the rooms? Yeah, I guess so. But there's the ones with Toad from the Mario Brothers. And it's like, what if he has ears and hair under his under his mushroom head? Have you never seen that? Oh, yeah. He looks like an egg. <laughs> I just Googled it. <laughs> oh, I understand I what you're saying, though. I have it. no concept of how it's related to a sex scene from a crime drama. Right. Film. Well, it is the breakdown that Nick found, like a similar kind of breakdown. Like underneath the clothes, he's got apparati. Oh, I see. You still his- you think that Nick found an image of the Kingpin from Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. I did. Oh, you did. I oh. did. You rule 34'd him? This yep. is very much a different podcast. All right, Toad without his fun hat. <laughs> there he is. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's fun looking. Uh, you know, if we, if we had more, we're never if we had more listeners, I would again. worry about listening. Uh, I would worry about losing them. So, <laughs> oh, what has his brain coming out? No, thank you. Why yeah. don't you make me look okay. that up, Noah? <laughs>